Welcome to Elevate Podcast, the fastest way to elevate your life. Brought to you by elevatebooks.com. Hello and welcome to another one of our Elevate Podcast. My name is Benjamin J. Harvey, the Difference Maker Mentor. And once again, we have the pleasure of interviewing an international best-selling author from the Elevate series. Now, if you want to find out more about them or any of the other authors in the Elevate series, be sure to check out elevatebooks.com forward slash authors, where you'll actually find a bunch of additional information and plenty of highly valuable and free, that's free resources you can download immediately to further assist you in elevating all areas of your life. Today, we're talking with Chandra Moran. And Chandra is the founder of the Transit Lounge, a boutique coaching and consultancy for working women. Her broad experience and training includes over 10 years in the highly competitive media industry. She's an award-winning radio promotions and marketing director, an accredited results coach, mentor, and internationally accredited money breakthrough coach. An early midlife crisis led Chandra to leave the media industry and follow her passion for people development. And after training as a coach, she held a senior management role within a learning and development company. Following a diagnosis of severe adrenal fatigue in 2014, she reinvented her professional life once again when she left her successful career to create the Transit Lounge, which is committed to working with women to improve their relationship and results with money they can be well paid doing what they love without burning out. As an advocate for optimal well-being, she is passionate about supporting her clients to be the CEO of their life by being the best physically, emotionally, and financially. So please welcome to the stage, Chandra. Hi, Ben. Thank you. How for, you doing? Uh, I'm really well. It's so funny listening to that intro. Thank you. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. What's even funny is I said welcome to the stage because I actually thought I was welcoming you up onto a platform. So, <laughs> and the crowd's going wild. The crowd's going crazy. So the listeners out there, don't worry, you're not missing out on the stage. <laughs> this is in fact a podcast that we just all got a little too excited. Uh, so hey, international best-selling author, how cool is that? I know, pretty amazing. Super cool. You, 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 your book here uh, really is quite phenomenal, this, this book here in, the, in part of the Elevate series. And uh, for the listeners out there who maybe haven't met you or maybe they've got a copy of your book, they're holding it in their hand, but they want to know a bit more, uh, tell me, why are you so passionate about people becoming the CEO of what you would class as brand you? Yeah, it's a, it's a funny one because it's something that I have been passionate about for a long time. Like, and I, when I think about it, it really was when I was back in my radio days in Perth is when I first heard the concept of, of personal branding, I guess, or being the CEO of Brand You. And at that time, it just really seemed to click for me and, and made sense. And I was leading a large team of very creative personalities, so some of the on-air announcers as well as some of the off-air team. And all of those people sort of have very different personalities, very different communication styles and you know aspirations professionally. And... When I was talking with them about the concept of being a brand or, or being brand you, it really seemed to help them when they thought about their development and where they were going to. And so I just, I think that it just worked really well for me personally and as a leader of the team at that stage that, uh, yeah, I, I think it just sort of was something that I 
loved straight away and it became part of what I talked about very often <laughs> to anyone who would listen. <laughs> <laughs> and so, this, you know, being the CEO of Brand U, yeah. what are the core components that, that you feel makes up Brand U? Well, I guess one of the big mistakes that people make is, and when I first started talking about this concept many, many years ago, a lot of people thought that it was about becoming famous and building that kind of a brand, or mm -hmm. they thought it was about developing a brand, which is like how you look and how you present and like, uh, you know, being the person who always wears a, a, a red top or a hat or a whatever. But it's, it, for me, that's not my take on it. My take on it is about being the best version of you. And so there are different components um, that I, I guess, have developed of how I explain it and think about it. And it's sort of the mindset of being the CEO in the business of your life is something that I think it starts with. And then I guess when you think about the business of your life, like any business, there's some other fundamental hats that you have to wear to make the business run and to be sustainable uh, and I guess that's where it links to me around the, those three pillars of well-being. Mm -hmm. And what are those three pillars? Well I, get, I do get a bit of a bee in my bonnet about this but I, I think that health has kind of um, taken over people's understanding of when you say well-being that people often just think of health um, it's like it, it won the marketing campaign of, of owning well-being, whereas the actual definition of, of well-being is the contented state of feeling happy, healthy and prosperous. And so for me, I'm on a bit of a mission, I guess, as part of you know, working with people about being the boss of their own life, is to be starting to think about how they create a sustainable and growing business of their life by thinking about the all three of those areas, being happy, doing work that's meaningful to you, uh, being healthy and really thinking about the mind-body connection and how are you, you know, fueling this body that you, you know, lug around with you all day and about being prosperous and looking at your relationship with money and how does that affect the decisions that you make? How do you hold back from doing more of what you love, for example, because you've got this story running around in your head that you don't have enough money or it's something too expensive? So... Uh, I guess there, that's kind of like the model or the framework that I um, I use when I'm working with my clients. God, I mean, I love that definition there, the contented state of being happy, healthy, and prosperous. So uh, is what you're saying is that when you're working with someone's well-being, you're looking at these three key areas, and then you're assisting people to get each one of those areas to its absolute maximum potential, and allow them to, what, just become the CEO of that. Yeah, and, and I guess it is. It's that because part of the mindset that when people step into that mindset of going, okay, so if I'm going to, even if you just try it on and see what shows up for you, I'm going to pretend to be the CEO of my own life today, it brings with it a different kind of responsibility and that you need to take responsibility for the results that you're getting in your life and not getting and to be looking at how they're in, interconnected. So the clients that I work with, for example, it could be someone who's employed and they maybe, like me, hit burnout and are at a point of looking for something that is a bit more meaningful to them. And so then we would be working together to try and work out, well, what is that thing? What is it that's going to feel like um, you are getting a sense of satisfaction and contribution through what you're doing? Because they're main drivers towards 
creating happiness. Or it could be someone who has their own business, but the business is running them and it's sort of gone down and has a life of its own. And so often for me, working with someone like that, it will be helping them to really get clear on what would a business that they love look like and how do they implement all the ideas that they have that help the business be an expression of who they really are. So coming back to being the CEO of Brand You. So I guess that's, I don't know if does that answer your question? <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. So, I mean, this all... I think was the seed that gave birth to the transit lounge. So why the transit lounge? What's that? What's it mean? I mean, I know the listeners out there can jump on your website, thetransitlounge.com, and there there is an absolute plethora of information and details and services and programs. I mean, you really do provide a complete end-to-end ability for people to find their well-being. And it's obviously... uh, evidenced by the incredible results you get with people all over the place. So the translate, what is that? Yeah, so um, I love to travel, and uh, but it's not really about that. For me, it was really about coming up with a, a name that was going to reflect the fact that brands, people evolve over time. And so that question of where are you growing um, really links for me about when you're in life, you're in transit. You're always going somewhere. You know, there's that um, saying or the quote, you're either um, green and growing or you're ripe and, and rotting. And mm-hmm. so I think for me, it's linking to that, that, you know, where where are you in transit to and how can I provide information, support, sometimes challenge and a bit of tough love to help make that process a little quicker and maybe a little faster for you than doing it on your own. So I guess that's the concept of, you know, being in transit and, and how are you how are you getting where you want to go as quickly as you can and maybe with a little bit of comfort. Yeah, I like it. I like the, uh, the analogy, the idea there. So for the listeners listening in who want to take a few first steps towards becoming the CEO of Brand You... What are some what are some practical first steps we could all take, you know, today or tomorrow, that get us a little bit closer to that mindfulness, that meaningful money, that that well-being you speak of? What can we do? Yes, well, uh, a couple of things. I'm very big on tangible, practical things that you can apply straight away. One is actually about deciding: Are you going to try on this mindset of being? the CEO of your own life because if you're not prepared to step into that space then it's kind of like what's the point and what happens is often it's uncomfortable because if you're someone who notices that you often blame external circumstances or other people for your results or non-results then it's going to be hard for you to actually step into that role of being your own boss and so the first thing would be for you to reflect on you know, are you wanting to take responsibility? Do you want to create a life that you actually really love? And if so, then you can start to take some of the practical steps. So if you, let's say you've passed step one, then it would be starting to actually get really curious about some of the beliefs and mindset and stories because we all have stories that are running around most often unconsciously that are ruling the decisions that we make. 
And so one of the first things that you can start to do is to be really curious, like the, the world's best journalist, to just be really curious about noticing how are you spending your time each day and what is that inner dialogue that, that goes with you wherever you go? What are the questions that you're asking yourself or statements that you're saying to yourself most often? And how are they contributing to helping you or hindering you to achieve the results that you want? So that's, that's one, one thing I think that really people um, will benefit from because once you're aware of some of those stories that are lurking below the surface, you can then decide, is that story, is that belief, is that mindset really helping me? And if so, great, then lock it in and go on with your life. But if there's something that you notice that comes up, the question you can then ask is, is that 100% true? Because often these beliefs are things that have been around for many, many years and unless you're prepared to ask yourself that question and check, do you really believe that that's true? Often you can realise that it's, it's outdated and it's time to up, upgrade the software, if you like. Mm-hmm. Got it. So they can check in with their beliefs. They can check in with uh, their desire to want to go and do that. Are there any other sorts of things that you recommend the listeners do? The other thing that I'm a big believer about is the importance of understanding and knowing your values. Um, and I know that this is something that you do a lot of um, work in as well, Ben. And But I think for uh, people that are listening, it may not be something that – it certainly wasn't something that I was aware of back in my radio days until I trained as a coach. I never, I don't think I've ever even heard anyone talk about values. Um, or if they had, it was very much about, you know, those nice-sounding words that you think, oh, yes, what's most important to me is um, – integrity and truthfulness and things that sound nice but the reality is that often your values are not that and so I really encourage people to start to get again a bit curious about exploring what is it that's most important to you in order for you to uh, regard that your life is meaningful and is successful to you in whatever way you define success what is it that's most important for you to experience in your life? And then to be checking about how that's really showing up. I know for me, when I was at um, my last corporate job and I got to a point where I realized there was a big values conflict between what I thought was important to me and what I was actually doing. And I had to decide, do I want to change my value to be in line with what I was actually doing or do I want to really have a look at changing some of the actions to be aligned with the values that I really believed in and wanted to make real. And I think often there's a real disconnect with people not being aware consciously of what their values are. And one of the tangible ways you can start to explore that is obviously working with a coach is going to be, um, you know, the, probably the, the quickest and the most effective way of eliciting your values so that you can have more understanding of them. But if you're not at that stage yet, then what you can start to do is to to look objectively at where do you spend your time, what do you actually spend your time doing, and where do you spend your money? Because they are resources that are great triggers that can tell you what actually is most important to you. And some people would say that in investing a certain amount of money on dining out each month, for example, could be ludicrous. 
uh, and going to a really fancy restaurant and spending a thousand dollars and having this experience, somebody else might think that that's a crazy amount of money. But if you value that kind of experience and everything it brings to you or that you perceive that it brings to you, then you will be happy to invest that amount of money. And that's where one of the things that I like about this is there's no one size fits all. There's no, oh, this is the right thing or a cookie cutter approach. But you've got to be curious about who you really are and who you want to be and how is what you're doing right now demonstrating that. Or if it's a bit off, what is it that you need to adjust so that you can live feeling aligned to your values instead of just blindly seeing what shows up. Got it. So really having an in-depth understanding of their values will also assist them as well. I like it. Yes, for sure. And so tell us, you you do a whole bunch of uh, retreats and programs and workshops and there's a thing you've got coming up uh, that you run, uh, the Women and Money Program. What's that all about? Yeah, so um, the money thing is such an interesting one because everybody has got money stories that they generally grew up with and absorbed from the people around them and what their experience of money was. And everyone's got an opinion about money and people tend to either kind of think that money is bad and the root of all evil or they, at the other end of the spectrum, can be pursuing and chasing money at all costs. And the reality is what you want to do is become a bit aware about what are my money stories and how are they getting in the way of the choices that I'm making. So for me, again, back when I, you know, was really unwell and had adrenal fatigue and I needed to decide what I was going to do, um, you know, my husband and I live in Sydney and it's a very expensive city and we have investment properties and things like that. And so we have obligations. However, I just couldn't see myself continuing in that role but the question of walking away from that lovely regular salary obviously had some impact but fortunately we were in a situation where we'd made some choices and uh, and had a, I guess a bit of cushion to allow us to make the decision that it, I could actually leave that job. If I hadn't had that choice I don't even know where I'd be like I just I can't imagine having to stay in that job doing what I was doing just because of the money. And I know that a lot of people, especially women, do that. And so when I left, I got really curious about what's up with that. And so many of my friends, you know, were really not making good money choices and had a lot of debt or, you know, things going on that just wasn't very resourceful. And so I got really a bit curious about it. And that's when I actually ended up being accredited as an international money breakthrough coach, which is a particular methodology that helps you explore um, the different areas of your relationship with money and how you can step back into feeling a bit more empowered around your money and money choices rather than feeling like money's ruling you. And so as a result of that, I've developed uh, the Women and Money program, which is an online program. And... I'm really excited. I've, I've run the program with a number of groups already and had some amazing results and feedback from some of the women that have gone through it that have had a, a intellectual awareness of problems around money and how it was impacting them, but they just couldn't get past 
the old stories, but as a result of working with me through the Money Breakthrough Method and through the program, have been able to just come out the other side to be feeling far more in control of their money choices and decisions. And I really love that because I do believe that women who are successful invest differently and women who are successful contribute back to the community in different ways than men. And it's not to say that men are bad, but this program just focuses on women and their challenges around, especially if they work for themselves, asking for the money in exchange for their services often comes up, um, especially in service-based businesses for women where they hold back or they really undercharge and over-deliver and they just wear themselves into the ground. So my mission with the program is to help women get back in the driver's seat with their relationship with money so that they can actually be having a prosperous life and a prosperous business and to be contributing back to the world in the way that is true for them, that is them contributing their highest values. So that's, uh, I guess, what that program's about. So, so the listeners out there who are wanting to elevate their well-being, their happiness, their health and their prosperity, wanting to do it right now, what is uh, your final great tip for them? Oh, I have to choose one great tip. Um, I'm a Gemini, Ben. Yeah, I'm a Gemini. <laughs> I can't just have one. I always say I, I don't like to have just one of anything except husbands. I'm very happy with one, one husband, but other things I always just want more. <laughs> um, so my final tip is just to realise that what are you waiting for? You know, I, when I reflect, I think there's been times in my life where I was waiting for, you know, the grown-ups to show up or come home or, or something, or I was waiting for my real life to begin. And I, I think it wasn't until, you know, I got really sick and had to realise I'm, I'm at a point where I, I've got to make some decisions here. And that would be my tip is if you're listening to this, and you know that there's something more that you could be doing, then take one step today to do something differently. Reach out, have a conversation, email me or send me a message on Facebook or if there's someone else or a book that you've been meaning to read or to, to implement something. Just start with one step because there is one mad, crazy life that you get given and time is 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 going to keep moving no matter what you do. So use that time um, for all that you can, I guess would be my main my main tip. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I know um, a lot of the listeners do know of Jim Rohn, and Jim Rohn's just got a philosophy of uh, two simple words, start today. So mm-hmm. if you want to get healthier, you start today. You want more money, you start today. You want to be happier, start today. Yeah, it's just like uh, I think uh, it's pretty clear for listeners out there. Just just get get it happening. Is that is that what you're saying? Just get it underway. Yeah, I I think so. And you know, just stop the stop the BS stories of excuses because you're always find excuses. But you know, this is your life, and so how you're spending your time? Are you spending your time with excuses and stories about what you haven't done, or are you starting just small steps? And that's again with the transit lounge. It's acknowledging it might just, there might be a transition plan. You might not be able to go straight from where you are now to where your dream life is. But start today. I'm going to take Jim Rohn's little two-word <laughs> statement. 
start today to move in that direction and then keep taking those small steps every day and you'll get there. I love it. So simple. So uh, for the listeners out there, again, you can find out more. You know, we've covered a lot about well-being. I love that definition you've got there, Chandra, about the uh, having contentment in your health and your uh, happiness and your prosperity. Uh, also, they can find out more at the Transit Lounge. And I know you've got a Facebook page as well. What's that Facebook page they can go check out? Yeah, so if you just log on to Facebook and just in the search, just put in um, the Transit Lounge Australia and uh, look out for the little Lotus logo and um, would love people to connect um, through through that page or through the website. would love to, to hear from any listeners who want to know a bit more or just to um, provide any thoughts or feedback that they've got too. So the Transit Lounge Australia on Facebook, they can check mm-hmm. it out and yep. connect with you via that as well. I love it. Well, look, I just want to thank you once again for uh, coming along and being part of this show. And congratulations again on the incredible book that you've uh, been a part of and the incredible information you've shared within that book and obviously all your successes as well. So thanks so much for being on the show. Thank you, Ben. It was great chatting with you. I feel like I had a few little rants, but uh, <laughs> it was great to talk to you. So, as always, if you'd like to hear any more uh, about uh, this author or any of the other authors, be sure to check out elevatebooks.com forward slash author. And I really want to um, thank you once again for your time. And always remember that giving yourself permission to do what you love, that really is the key to elevating all areas of your life. Until we meet again, share your light, live your love, and do whatever it takes to be your own best friend. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to Elevate Podcast, the fastest way to elevate your life. For more information, visit www.elevatebooks.com.